here we go. Well, guys, I'm just so excited to be here. So um, our listeners, Shirley, to think sort of your voice is being heard over here in Scotland, you know, that is really impressive. And I know that there is a lot of listeners in all age groupings, actually, that are going to sort of hone in and listen to sort of your words of wisdom and sort of your background and your experience and just get on with hearing what your journey is all about. So, yeah, I am so, so up for this. Yeah, um, thank, thank you, Sheila. <laughs> I'm really honoured to be invited. Like, it's just... And as you said, that voice to be heard in Scotland, I'm like, yes, man, get to listen out. <laughs> it really it's is. Connect, right? Love and you know, Amanda, you. isn't that something really pretty for us sort of, to think that we can bring a voice like Shirley to, to Scotland, to our little sort of like patch in, in the world and people are going to you know, hold in and listen? 100%. So let me give you due credit, Shirley, so that our listeners will actually know who you are so your full name is Shirley Matru you even though once we start speaking you will hear that Shirley has a beautiful accent she's South African but is actually living in Canada she is a business owner an entrepreneur an IFBB pro she's a facilitator wife proud grandmother and world changer and for me what I see her is like total inspiration since I've been fortunate enough for to meet this lady as a friend um, on one of the personal development courses that we both attended over in the States a few years ago. So I would also put in there that she's a fantastic leader as well, because I've totally seen that side of you, how you step up and that you lead others from the front, first by doing and then help show others the way. So please help me welcome Shirley. Shirley, welcome! <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you so thank thanks you. again for being good to here have you with us so I'm going to hone right in on like your pro so can you tell people our listeners what the IFBB pro exactly is if they don't know already yeah absolutely and and before I, I mean, International Federation of Bodybuilders is what that stands for. And, and it's interesting, Amanda, you know, I was thinking about the fact that this morning, actually, that when I started this journey, I didn't even know there was such a thing as like female pro bodybuilders that went on stage. And, you know, so I often say to people, you, unless you're a weight trainer or a bodybuilder, you know, you might say, what is IFBB? And that's obviously like so normal because I had no idea. But but IFBB is, you know, it is the actually most prestigious bodybuilding federation uh, in the world. Mm -hmm. And um, people compete, you know, for years and years and train for years and years to be recognized as a professional. And, you know, and so, of course, it's it's, you know, very, very few achieve that. And is that something I'm proud of? Absolutely. Especially, I guess, because that was something that, you know, I can't say I did when I was 23. You know, I did this when I was 50 and, and went on to compete as a professional IFBB bikini pro with women who were 19 years and age and older. Right. So, you know, am I proud of that? Heck yeah. Right. Because it was just a stepping stone to greatness in every area of my life um, that I want to pursue. That's, That's incredible. Impressive. So honing in again on just you saying that, you know, you stepped out on the stage at 50. So where did where did the, the thought process come that you actually wanted to do that? Because in your own accolade from talking with you, you said that you didn't really start until when with your your consistent exercise program. How old were you? Yeah, at 47. Wow. And, and then it was so much about you know, Amanda, the thinking that I had about myself, like the, you know, the hats that I wore or, and what things I felt that I was capable of, right? So uh, up until then, I had believed that I wasn't what I called like an athlete, right? I was like a book smarts person, but I wasn't an athlete. I came from a very, very, very loving family, um, where, you know, I kind of labeled myself because of various things as somebody that was like book smarts, but it was my brothers that were athletes. They were the ones that did, you know, provincial level sports, et cetera. And when it came to sports, I enjoyed, enjoyed it, but I showed up super small in terms of 
what I did. And it wasn't until, and then, you know, as I, as I uh, pursued, you know, being a mom, raising my children, building my career, that's where I put all of my efforts. And I continued, you know, to kind of go like, oh, no, you're not into sports and not into sports. And it was only when, you know, when I, uh, my children were older, I really kind of recognized that what I was getting out of life was limited by this belief that I wasn't an athlete, you know, and I started to, you know, get active. Actually, I got a dog, like Bentley was so big part of this, right? I started walking and, and enjoying being active and allowing myself to see myself in a different light you know, a seeing possibility and, and started taking, you know, a class um, with that included weights and cardio through, through a local, through a local gym. Um, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. I just loved it. I loved it that I could see people around me that were encouraging me because I was picking up literally three pounds, you know, and um, was, had no arms, but they wobbled. And I mean, that, ma- that mattered to me. <laughs> I wanted <laughs> wear a sleeveless shirt that didn't have my arms wobble right yeah I'm kind of feeling that right now to be honest <laughs> and, you know, as, I started to, <laughs> as I started to exercise and improve my nutrition and you know I could I kind of saw like heck I can actually do this and I and I love this and that was the 7th of November and the following August I entered my first competition and I was 47 and, and I, you know, I remember telling my husband, you're like, I just want to do this one show. Well, you know, I did. And I, you know, I was the only woman over 45 that showed up in that class. So yes, I won, but I was the only one. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, Great start though. <laughs> yes, it's like I got the medal, right? And, um, and from there, Amanda and Sheila, like I just, my passion for the sport grew and my passion and my desire and my vision for what this area of my life could be kind of grew. And it wasn't until um, about a year and a half later, actually, where I had this incredible opportunity as part of a personal development course that I was doing, where I got to write this vision for my life. And I got so, so clear that not only was I, yes, I'd already gone to provincials and I was about to go to nationals, but I knew that I knew that I knew I wanted to be Canada's first IFBB bikini pro over 50. Yeah. Like that was 100% clear for me and written in my goals. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and in a very short nutshell, like that was the thing. It was like from, you know, I love this. This is I'm enjoying this. I see who I'm becoming as I pursue this goal to kind of going, you know, yes, this is what, where I see I can take this. Yeah. And what was, what was so important ladies was that this wasn't just about surely, you know, achieving this. It was about something so much bigger, like my, my vision and my journey and my purpose for connecting with humans and connecting particularly with women right my 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 goal became about saying ladies come on come on come on we can do hard things yeah doesn't matter if we are 40 50 20 60 70 80 like we can lift one another up we can go after the stuff yeah and we can have it and so it was so much bigger than just me because if, if one woman would say to me, Shirley, you know, because of you, I got up, I went and did my walk, it was raining, I went, I, whatever it is for them, or if I swam 10 meters, or I, it doesn't matter what it was, like for me, it was that level. But then I'm like, this is, this is part of my purpose for being uh, and serving humans. You know, Shirley, you in that little sort of kind of brief, there's so many words sort of that you've said there that Amanda and I sort of like talk about and connect with all, all the time, sort of belief, purpose, you know, so those are such big sort of like strong, strong words. And what can I need to ask, sort of what was it that actually took you to this journey sort of on, on bodybuilding over anything else sort of that you, you could have done? Yeah. And it's like, well, at the same time, Sheila, I was obviously, I was pursuing other goals, right. You know, in other parts of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, it was really, it was part of it was about doing something that I had previously 
considered totally uh, impossible for me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, so, I, I had no clue. Like, it was just like, how would I do this? I didn't even know what IFBB like was, right? So, you know, why did this become my thing? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't even really know. Like, I could have, I could have taken up, you know, go and be a champion knitter. Like, yeah. you know, and, and and I would use the same approach actually you know because what I did actually is I took success I took tools I took things that worked for me like in my career yeah uh, and and I said like okay here's how I can look uh, at pursuing a goal in an area of my life where I've not invested really any time you know um I like that you know for another thing actually was about you know being specific right so it was a, a journey that kind of, you know, evolved, right? It's like, okay, I'm going to go to provincials and then I want to go to nationals. And then it was like, okay, I'm going to go to North American championships and I'm going to win the over the 50 class, you know, and I'm going to get my IFBB pro medal at that competition. Like that's how clear I got, right? It wasn't like, oh, I want to be my best version. I was like, yeah, yeah but I want, but I got super specific, right? So much so that I would, um, with the support of my coach and others that supported me, I actually would physically like practice standing, getting the middle, right? Uh, In the middle, because when you're in the middle, you know, as a bodybuilder, that's when you have won and you've got second place and third place. Like that's how crystal clear it was for me. Like I knew who would be giving me my medal. She would be the reigning Miss Olympia, and I knew how I would feel. I knew what I would be wearing. And that helped me to tackle the challenges because this, but, you know, this wasn't something that just came, okay? And didn't come without sacrifice. I can tell you that for sure. Hmm. I can imagine. You know, what you're talking about is raw visualization, isn't it? You know, sort hmm. of like real, absolute, as raw as you could get visualizing, literally sort of imagining yourself getting sort of like that, that award and recognition. And again, we talk so much about sort of the importance of visualization and the benefits that that can bring sort of anybody. And also you mentioned sort of like, you know, sort of reaching for the impossible. And I think for me in the last sort of like three or four years, I, I just, I've learned so, so very much, but I just sort of learned this little sort of statement that came apparently from Audrey Hepburn about the word impossible. Mm-hmm. And you break it down to I'm possible well you know I can be a slow burn honestly I can and that word's been around for a very long time but it wasn't until it's pointed out you're going impossible I'm possible and you're just demonstrating that as a direct example of perhaps one of the key drivers something that maybe felt impossible you you made it possible you know sort of I'm possible and you went sort of like way beyond that and using those those key tools and the power the power of visualizing is 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 huge isn't it and absolutely life-changing which is some of the messages we want to share with our our listeners and you are such a a, a living example of of that yeah yeah definitely agree with you you know Sheila it is so much about visualization what I also had to do though is I really had to work on, you know, my thinking because, you know, it's it's our thoughts, of course, right? That create that determine how we feel and then the actions that we take and the results that we get, right? Yeah. And so for me, it was like, I remember a day I was at the gym and in the I was working out and I, I saw in the mirror um this 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 woman and I was like wow wow she is ripped you know and she looks incredible um you know and then I was like oh it's me <laughs> oh that's me right because I oh couldn't actually see myself that way right like I still struggled with is that really me because I had these thoughts and these programs about who I was and, and or what or wasn't right and so and it wasn't until I really did the work and, and continue to always do the work. It's never done. It's mm-hmm. never done. Just, I mean, I know I don't like to hear that either. I kind of wish there was this one and done thing, right? But it's never done, right? It's like, who am I and what are the beliefs I have and how am I shifting those constantly, right? Every day we get to start over. Yeah. Right? And kind of go, this is who I am. This is who I was. This is who I'm becoming and, and release things. Uh, that no longer serve us and 
you know, nurture and nurture and fertilize those things that we want more of in our lives. I know. What was like, interesting though, and I'll just I'll finish on this point because I know I, I get carried away, man, you know, is that as we reflect on our lives, what I saw is so much of it was leading to this North American championships and winning and, and, and having a platform to empower women and others. But then what I saw is like that led to other things, like walking 900 kilometers across Spain, right? And, and celebrating the fact that my body could just kind of go and do this and I could do a spiritual journey. So we're all on our way to somewhere. Yeah. If we, you know, and if we want to change where it is we're going, we have to get clear on, on what we want. Amazing. So what I'd like, like to say there um, to our listeners is what you can't do, nobody can outperform their self-image. So we actually all have a self-image in our in our head, in our set point that we don't actually even realize that we have. And going right back to what you said earlier, you had came across, you didn't identify yourself as a sports person. So the self-image that you were holding was nothing to do with the sport, but you realized that that was limited thinking. And it's like you say, if you hadn't have changed that belief, you would only have went so far and then basically the self-image would have brought you back to what it was that you thought. So I love the fact that you've brought out that it's all about the inner work as well as obviously the, um, the visualization. Because if we sit and even though we're crystal clear on where we're going and we're visualizing, if we don't truly believe it, then again, it's not going, there's like an inner conflict as it were. Yeah. So you were working on the visualization as well as then realizing that there's beliefs. And sometimes we've got beliefs about things we don't even realize that are there, but it's not until we, we put those shoes on and start moving forward that we're, we, then that's then when the, the doubts and the worries, and then it's been able to catch the thinking at that time where it's going, oh, I'm not good enough. I can never do that. I can, you know, so... Mm. So, and it's incredible just to see like how crystal clear you were because you even like I picked up on the fact that you knew who it was that was going to give you that medal and you were, you knew the feeling because it's all about the feeling as well. Eh? So mm -hmm. not attaching the mm -hmm. feeling to our goal and being in that feeling of the goal achieved and it's not going to come to us either. So there's like so many nuggets there, Shirley. That's why I was so excited for bringing you on because I just knew you would have so much value to give to our listeners. So tell me a little bit more about your 900 kilometers across Spain. <laughs> yeah. And you know, also just, wow, I think, I, wow, if I were to kind of like make a top five list of, of things that I'm just so grateful that I have created in my life, you know, and I won't, I specifically don't say you know, that I, got, that I, you know, got to do because I didn't get to do it. I, nobody came along and said, hey, why don't you go and do this? Come on, come on, come on. You know, this was something that I set for myself. And it was, um, you know, I, I won the North American Championships. I competed twice uh, as a pro, once in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, and then once in Vancouver. And, and after that, I had an opportunity to kind of uh, reflect on, on where I was going and what I wanted next. Um, and uh, what I love to do, Amanda, is be in nature and be uh, out walking. It's where I sometimes do my very, very best thinking. It's where I get to kind of really tune into my heart and uh, get clear on, you know, what's what I want more of in all areas of my life. And I, I asked a friend of mine if she would walk a um, hundred kilometers. You guys do kilometers, right? You do kilometers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If she would walk a hundred kilometers with me, like over three days, and and that as part of the walking in nature, we would we would think about goals, we were things we wanted to do, and what we loved and what we wanted more of, etc. And and as I walked, I was like, wow, I love this. Because of course, you know, I spent a lot of hours in the gym, right? <laughs> you know, that was kind of what was needed. And, and uh, it was very hard. And there was, you know, lots of challenges with that, which, so I don't want people to think that just because I got clear, you know, kind of came to me. But anyway, so I'm out walking there and, uh, and I was um, reminded about this, the Camino, the fact that there is this, you know, these incredible walks and um, I came home and I said to my husband, I, I want to go on the Camino. And one thing about uh, me that I guess he's realized is like when I get my mind on something, it's usually um, something I'm going to pursue pretty quickly. And, and, uh, and so the very next month, actually, uh, I booked uh, a, a plane ticket to Paris and 
what I wanted to do as I walked was I just, I wanted to give myself the gift of six weeks away from business commitments, away from busyness, away from everything. And it would be a time where I would seek a, a deeper connection to my life's purpose and to my heart and what I wanted for the next 40, 50, whatever life gifts me with, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, that's why I went. Um, and I, I, I excitedly describe myself to people as, you know, one of my hats is I'm a Camino evangelist <laughs> because I certainly, you know, I, I hesitate to say it transformed me because it did nothing, you know, uh, going to a class doesn't transform you, you know, but doing work on yourself is, an, you know, and so the Camino was an opportunity for me to take my commitment to myself and the things I wanted from life to another level. Yeah, and it was truly uh, a gift of time that I'm that I'm so so grateful for. Yes, it was amazing. You, you know, you mentioned sort of well, there's several things that you said there, but I'm just going to sort of pick up on a couple. You you were talking sort of about taking sort of like your your journey sort of into bodybuilding, but it, not your journey not ending there. In fact, it opening up doors, other doors of things that you hadn't maybe from the beginning sort of started to 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 think about and what what beautiful sort of thinking is that sort of like when when we take a stepping stone to something completely new and, and different and then there's more doors and more avenues and it just made me sort of like think about something for me that for um the last sort of like five years I had been wanting to do salsa sort of dancing and I know it's something that's really big for Amanda so we've kind of done a bit of of that of of late but it opened up sort of like my thinking to one of my life goals that I hadn't created up until that point, which is to dance the Argentinian tango in Argentina. Oh. Now, five five years ago, if you'd sort of said, oh, Sheila, what's your list of goals that you want to achieve in your life? It would be blip, 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 blip. And not one of that would have been the Argentinian um, sorry, doing yeah, this sort of like the Argentinian sort of tango, but dancing it sort of in Argentina. And I am fairly certain that somewhere in my life that I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it with my feet awesome. going in that direction. But nonetheless, I'm actually going to do it. And that is the result of the, the this sort of like the baseline passions sort of like no, you know, I want to dance and think that I can dance, and I'm not going to sort of like belittle myself by saying that I'm rubbish, but broadly rubbish. But I'm in my head, I'm good, and I'm getting better every day but now it's going to take me sort of in another direction because I'm fairly certain that I'll fulfill that with visualizing as well amongst sort of like other things and together with that feeling I, I need to work personally sort of on on feeling that success feeling the you know sort of your, Amanda picked up on that thing about you really feeling it when you were getting sort of like your your award and, and sort of and that that recognition and that clearly is sort of like powerful and that's something sort of that you know could you talk a little bit more about that sort of and, and help us all sort of back over here sort of with, with how you actually start to sort of like stimulate that feeling yeah so you know what I saw um, um, Sheila was that it like I said it's so important right because you're your vision, if it's not clear, right? If you don't actually truly connect with the emotional level of it, <laughs> when you have resistance, when your doubts come up, when your previous programs, when all of that, when when I when I placed second or third, like I did in competitions yeah. leading up to that, you know, you will have setbacks, mm -hmm. right? You will. It's absolutely. If you're gonna, if you are going after something that matters, something that's going to make a difference in your life, you are going to have setbacks because, unfortunately, we we look at people and you know how they say like we 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 look at their like success and we go, oh well, I'm just still over here, you know, and yeah. they're at the successful place. But you ask any person, including me, like hugely me, you know. How did you get there? And it, it was not something that was not without like a failure and a restart and a restart and a restart, right? We can definitely associate. So, you know, setbacks, right? We know that and we have to turn those into truly, as they say, our comebacks, right? Mm -hmm. And so when your vision is truly clear and you are journaling on like why it matters, what will be different in my life and in the world as a result of achieving X goal? Mm -hmm. uh, Did you say journaling you know, there? You're journaling? Yeah, journaling, right? So, you know, and, and journaling was something I always kind of resisted, you know, and be like, uh, more programming. I don't, not a good writer, you know, no, no. 
But it's like journaling will help you to helps me to get into why it really matters, right? Like, why is it important to me? And um, yeah, and, and 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 so that's why yes, the visualization is so clear because when it's not clear, the the, the challenges that come away will be like waves, right? They'll just kind of knock us over, yeah. and 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 we will give up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to touch on one point around um, uh, it, it, uh, what came to me, and I'm sorry, I'm hesitating here, but like it came to me is I saw myself recently standing on the side of the swimming pool. Uh, I fell while I was doing another goal of mine last year and had had significant surgery and, and, and step back. I couldn't train for quite a long time, a long time. Um, anyway, so I decided to go swimming. Now, you know, the last time I was swimming, you know, there was a pool and a, and a drink with an umbrella on the other side, <laughs> okay? It wasn't like lane swimming or anything, but I decided to go swimming. And I remember ladies, you know, standing at the side of the pool and, and actually tearing up because I was like, I can, I, I'm standing here and I'm at the precipice. I'm at the point of opportunity for seeing something new in my life where I'm gonna like swim 10 meters, five meters, 10 meters. And I could once again see how all of the skills and all of the things I tried would bring me to this new place and of opportunity. And if I kind of step in courageously, because it takes courage, yeah. right? It takes being, being determined to, to know that you are worthy of what you want in life, Yeah. right? And, you know, whether that's in our relation, our intimate relationships, whether in it's the way we love ourselves, whether it's in our businesses, whether in it's our sports, like we are worthy of those things. And um, yeah, so, you know, I-, I guess where I really was trying to go is to say that I'm talking about being an IFBB pro, walking 900K, but these are skills that can, can serve us and do serve us in everything we try to take on, Yeah. right? So if you're not identifying as like, oh, I'm a pro athlete, you know, this doesn't mean that this way of thinking cannot change where you are today if you implement the tools, right? Amazing, amazing. And the the thing is, going back to like you're saying, like um, with your your challenges, always find that when we have our challenges, that's where the growth comes because it's so easy. It's so easy to do things when things are just um, floating along, you know, but it's when we've actually got these challenges, that's where we grow and that's where we develop into the person that has that big, massive, lofty goal, because that's the true purpose of a goal. If you're setting like a big, big goal, the person that you are when you set that goal, you're not the person who can achieve it. You actually have to go through what you call the growing pains for to be able to get that big, massive, hairy, audacious goal which you had set for yourself and it's great to hear that you have had challenges um are you are you open to to seeing what any of those challenges were and how how you managed to overcome them like any nuggets there that you can share with our listeners yeah because i i do want to share this part right so i come back from the camino and i i've decided that i want to do new sports right i was like love that it served me great but um, I want to learn something new. So I decided to get a bicycle and to learn to cycle. And um, on day eight of owning this bicycle and training, I fell and I, I, broke, my, I broke my wrist, I broke my arm. And, and, you know, straight away, there were people that said to me, oh, maybe you, sh- maybe you shouldn't cycle, you know? And it's like, yeah, maybe I'm not a cyclist. I was like, or I get to choose, right? if I'm going to say, yeah, you're not a cyclist, right? And it was significant. Like I couldn't, um, I couldn't ride outside, obviously, for a long time. I had to have pins put in my arm. It was like a really bad oh. break. Um, and, you know, it, 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 I had a choice. Like I say, I had a choice. Am I going to continue with this or not? And we're now 18 months into the journey of cycling. And I, I have big goals on, on what I want to do with, with my cycling too, because I, you know, I love it. It gets to put me out there in nature and, you know, and um, so then l- last summer, I set out to do um, a hike that, that you know, is, is very well known here on the West Coast of Canada. It's called uh, the West Coast Trail. And it's an eight day hike. Um, and you, you, you kind of you sleep in a tent and, and, and off you go. And, um, and on day one, um, I fell. 
and uh, day one, this was something I wanted so badly. I wanted to go and do this hike. I was so excited about achieving it. I was, I, you know, and, um, and when I fell and I realized that I would not be able to go uh, any further, uh, I was devastated actually. And I was very upset. And I, I, you know, I, I made these thoughts about myself, like, yeah, maybe I should have just stayed home, you know? And I was, I remembered that, no, you know, um, I don't actually want to get to the end of my life, like well-preserved. <laughs> I'm going to experience the things along the way and it's just how it's going to be. And I'm going to learn and I'm going to grow. And I mean, I had to crawl three kilometers to get off the trail and get rescued. And I had to have major surgery um, and I'm five months in now and I, I still can't really um, do a bunch of things, but I didn't let the setback define me. I could have decided that I was not going to cycle and I wasn't going to go hiking. Like there were people that love me that said, Hey, it's kind of good. Maybe you should just stay home and, and wrap yourself in, you know, what we call like bubble wrap, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I know they, they say that because they love me. Right. And they care for me and they don't want to see me injured. Right. But it was like, no, I, I want that in my life. I want to be courageous. I want to do things that I, that I haven't done before. And, um, and I had to lie in bed, you know, and I, and like Amanda said, I, as I lay there, uh, feeling and allowing myself to feel the disappointment, yeah. right? Like, it was like, I, I had this little book that I was going to write all of the amazing experiences about while I was hiking. And I looked at this book and it was empty. And I felt so sad, right? I was like, oh man, I felt, cause I focused on the regret. And I, you know, it wasn't very long before I, you know, literally like a couple of minutes, I looked at this book and I was actually, here is another beautiful opportunity that you have. This is your journey. You thought it was about going, you know, these eight days to walk on the, uh, on the West Coast Trail, but your journey is here in what you will allow yourself to learn through this process. Now, don't think it was easy. Like I cried, I felt sorry for myself, you know, but I, I got clear on, okay, here I am. Here I am world. You know, I'm in this bed, I'm lying here with this book and I will learn and I will grow. And, and it was, it was hard and it was beautiful. And through it, yes, I did grow. You know, I became even clearer on what I want from life and how I'm going to contribute and the courage that I'm holding myself to continue to demonstrate and to show and live because I'm, I'll make my life richer and I will enrich others' lives as a result. I know. And that's pretty beautiful, isn't it? Isn't it? To yes. enrich your own life, those that you that are around you and, and beyond, you know, sort of that, that is the cherry on the cake really, isn't it? Well, feeling okay. purpose, right? Feeling connected to the fact that you know, I am not here by accident, right? I, I, for me, fundamentally, that, that's how I live, right? I believe that my life has purpose. I believe your lives have purpose. I believe every beautiful person, you know, joining your podcast has purpose, right? And, um, you know, living that purpose today, right? Right now, not when I feel that I'm ready or yeah. when, I, you know, if I believe that my purpose is, connectedness is courage is contribution how might I show that up show like up like that today when I'm at the store or when I'm with you ladies or when I'm talking to somebody or you know it's living that purpose and so you know that's three what all of this is about is yeah. but is for me is about saying I am becoming who I am meant to be and, I, and I'm proud of me and my warts and my failures and my all that shit that got me here, right? Because that is what has making my life amazing. Not all of the mountaintops mm -hmm. or just the mountaintops, right? Mm -hmm. But is saying with all my lumps and bumps and with all of the things that have gone according to plan and the things that have not gone according to plan, the richness that I get to share is not just, you know, these things I've achieved, but the things that I did not achieve on the first try and got up again and got up again and mm -hmm. looked for women that would stand by me, that would encourage me, you know, and that is the, the richness of life, you know, not just the mountaintops, but walking through those valleys. That's beautiful to me. It's gorgeous. 
sorry, Amanda, can I just say, oh, sorry. Amanda, sorry. It's so important to have that support network round about you, you know, people that share your vision and who are going to help keep you on that vision, not ones that are going to pull you down and tell you that you're silly or, you know, so I think that that's really um, a, a great piece for to, to pass to people too. One thing that I'm thinking, right, so let's just say we've got some listeners out there that are sitting there and possibly going, well, I don't know what my purpose is, you know, so, so living my purpose every day and like they've maybe got some stress around that. What sort of advice would you give to those listeners who maybe feel that they, they don't know what their purpose is, surely? Have you got any thoughts on that? Yeah, and I think, you know, First of all, I would say, yeah, I, I feel you, girl, you know, like, you know, it's like sometimes um, it, it's hard to truly get connected with ourselves and what matters to us. But I think that that's where I would start. If somebody was saying, well, you sound surely like you're so clear, you're like, how did you get there? And how can I make steps towards that? So first of all, I would say like, it's steps towards that, right? It's getting an understanding of the things that matter to you right? What are your core values, right? Do work on your values so that you're kind of, because it's not a comparison game. It's, it's a self-understanding, right? What is it that matters? Like you, you may, I, heard, I know I mentioned it earlier, like understanding like, yes, my values, they are courage. They are connection. They are contribution. Yeah. And when I'm in alignment with those things, that's where I feel I'm powerful and I'm my best version, right? So get clear on that, right? Think about a time when you were like, this was when I was in my bliss. This was when I felt clear. I felt fo focused. I felt appreciated. I felt yeah. people bought me, right? I felt they understood me, you know, right about what that is. You know? um, and, and that will help you determine what your unique purpose is, you know, yeah, and the yeah. unique purpose. And that's what, something that we need to remember. So, because I think that so many of us can draw the conclusion, oh, that's my purpose, but so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so, they've got that same purpose too. So then that, that's, that's not really going to work for me at all. But the point of it is, is that perhaps there, there's thousands, if not millions of us that are in that ballpark of having similar purposes, but they're not at all the same. They, they're absolutely sort of unique. And, you know, that's really very key, sort of that unique purpose. But Amanda, I just want to say sort of that um, what I heard Shirley say, I hear you say a lot. In, in terms of that whole thinking sort of like process, you talk a, a lot sort of in that, that same sort of like way. And you were talking about sort of setbacks and just that ability to sort of, you know, sort of brush yourself down and get back up again and, and sort of like move move forward. And there's a real kind of amount of synergy there sort of of, of context sort of, of, of thinking and doing and acting. You know, we can think a lot, but doing and acting sort of is the absolute sort of kind of key part of it. And I, I hear and see that in you as well, Amanda. It's very similar. I know you guys <laughs> have both in the inner work. <laughs> but you've done similar training, but you know, you've also done very different stuff sort of as, as well. And it's quite nice sort of like to, to hear that sort of kind of connectedness. It's, it's the inner work, Sheila. And um, it's exactly like what Shirley's saying. It's the it's the journaling, it's the putting things down and getting clear because the thing is just mental chatter isn't thinking. It's like proper thinking, it's like actually taking that conscious awareness of what you're actually thinking about like what mm. am I saying to myself in this moment and it's it's in those moments when you're managing to catch yourself and correct yourself that you make the shifts yeah which brings me down to like because I know Shelley you've been the same as me and continuing to do so as well as Sheila on the, the personal development journey where did your personal development journey start like what got you into personal development in the first place like was it just through you doing your bodybuilding or was there things like prior to that that, that got you to appreciate um, how having a change in your thinking and your mindset is then what makes your results in your life different? Yeah, so, you know, I kind of, I guess I would, before, I was into, into personal development, you know, before I knew that that was a word, right? So kind of thing. Like I, I knew I wanted to be in... Um, a life of growth, right? That was, you know, I think it was very much, it came from my father. He was a, 
and is an entrepreneur and a man who wants to contribute to the world. You know, so that was a gift that he shared with me in terms of how he raised me. And so, you know, moving from South Africa to Canada with two small children and five suitcases, you know, it, even though it took courage, it was something that, you know, it was a kind of a growth for me, even in those days. Um, however, you know, I would read books a lot, but it wasn't until I actually um, attended you know, an official personal development class with, you know, PSI seminars, actually, that I was able to kind of take what I knew in my head in terms of theory into actually turning it into action, mm -hmm. right? You know, we hear, you know, knowledge is power. Well, yeah. actually, no, I don't think knowledge is power, right? It's, it's not what we know what that matters, it's what we take action on, right? And so, I learned tools that will kind of like help me to go from like, okay, I want it to like, yeah, here's how I change my thinking. Here's how I get moving forward. Um, and yeah, and in personal, a beautiful, beautiful journey um, that I've been on uh, since then. So yeah, that's how it happened for me. Perfect. And the people that you meet along the way, which I'm grateful to have met you. And, and that's it. It's like knowledge. It, it isn't just the knowledge. Knowledge gives you its potential power, isn't it? It's what you do with that knowledge that then makes all the difference, which is massive. I'm just going to circle back a wee bit because I just wanted to go into like, you know how we were talking about visualization earlier on? And again, I can imagine if somebody is not used to visualizing, they might be sitting there and going, um, well, I can't visualize and it was just to bring the point is that we're visualizing all the time we actually think in pictures but unfortunately if we're not actually consciously creating then we are like basically visualizing stuff that we don't want or it could be like past arguments we maybe had with somebody or that you stubbed your toe or you know it's like we're visualizing like old stories of different things and it's been able to take that visualization and being able to turn it into creating what it is that you want and it's getting crystal clear like you said on what you want but then doing all the inner work for to get you there so yeah. I like I am just like buzzing I, I knew that you would have so much to share and I know you haven't stopped with your personal development you're still on the journey yourself can you tell me a little bit about what it was that you were doing just at the weekend there Oh, yes, I would love to, Amanda. And but it's kind of got a little bit of a backup on a story, right? There's always, um, when, the, when powerful situations come into our life, you know, I have, well, my experience is that there's always kind of like a pre-story where it's like, take, I took action, I took action, I took action, which created something. And so I have this passion and this desire to be a facilitator um, with this organization that I've been working with, with PSI seminars. And, you know, I took some training last year and I would journal about this. And long story short, last week, you know, somebody contacted me and asked me if I was going to this boot camp where there would be the facilitator training. And I was like, no, I haven't been invited. And at that very moment, I knew I had a choice. Like I could either be like, why was I left off or da 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 da, -da make a story about that. Or I could take action and go, hey, you know, could you, you know, can I be included? And anyway, to cut the long story short, uh, it was an admin issue around why I wasn't invited. And on Monday of last week, I was then told about it. And I had an opportunity to go to Vegas on Friday. Like, I mean, it was like, what, Friday? Yeah. You were in uh, Vegas? No. And all of my programs are like, well, no, I need time. I've got stuff. I've got this on Saturday. I got blah, blah, blah. And it was like, yes, but surely do you want this? Like, what actions are you going to take to go after the stuff you want? And, and within a few hours, I was like, yes, I'm in. And, um, and so I got to go down to Vegas with 19 other very, very beautiful humans, all wanting to contribute and, uh, and be a facilitator and lead. And, um, and that's now a journey that's, um, that I've been uh, selected to, to train in. And I am terrified and I am honored and I'm excited. And I find all my programs come up. Like, how on earth can I do this? Like, even this morning, I said to my husband, I said, oh, I had such a bad night because I had all these fears coming up about how will I do this? Am I good enough? You know, uh, I've got so much to learn. And I, and I just go like, yes, but I know when I'm in that place, 
when I come from this place of like openness and courage and willing to learn and, um, and getting, and the reason why it's happening for me is because I am 100% clear that that is my gift, right? To give people the opportunity to take on the tools to build the life that they want, whatever su success looks like for them. Um, I could think of no greater honor um, for the rest of my days, to be honest. So I get it. No, and I think we, we get it, don't we, Amanda? We talk like that so mm -hmm. often. That is sort of like really very impressive. And again, sort of it's back about setting clear intentions, objectives. You've talked again about journaling and and um, you know, sort of journaling. Journaling is an interesting sort of subject, and I'm, I I kind of struggled with that sort of, and and do sort of still struggle with it. You're pretty consistent, Amanda, aren't you? Yeah, I yeah. am. But but here's a, one of the things that I I really am super impressed with, Shirley, is like you're constantly. You've spoke about this throughout the podcast, as you keep on talking about that you choose. So you're actively choosing what you're getting to think about a certain situation. And it's you're taking that step to realize, am I going to make up a story about this or am I actually going to actively choose to think yeah. something different? So you're choosing more empowering thoughts rather than what potentially could have went down a rabbit hole. And it's from being in that, um, that higher vibration, which is allowing you to open up and expand and allow all the, the, these wonderful um, situations for to come in, it's propelling you closer to your goal. And the second thing was like, you had things on on the Saturday. I mean, this was like the Monday you get the call, Friday to be in Vegas. So that's from Canada to Vegas. You've got things already on, but you said, well, are you committed, Shirley? What am I, what am I prepared to do for, to move forward towards this goal? And, and that's the thing, that's the difference between like whether we would want to do something or whether we're committed to doing something. So it's committed is when we do things when it's not convenient. You yeah. know, it's like that. And you're just like, you took all your courage, you took all that, whatever could come up for you. And you're just like that, not I'm going, this is it. And jumped in with both feet. And I just, that's why I admire you so much, Shirley, because you, you've achieved so much in, in your life and it's all about giving back. It's all about being of service and how whatever it is that you're doing can then empower the people around about you, which is why I thought you were such a perfect fit for what we're doing with the Empower Hour. You're the absolute premium of that in your daily life. And you're mm. like, you're still giving back. And I know there's loads more to come from you yet. So thank no, you. It's, it's, thank a, you such so a, much. it's such a pleasure. It's such a pleasure. Have you, have you got any lasting words or anything that you would like to share with our listeners before we, we kindly let you go? <laughs> yeah, and I think what I would say is just, I want to tell people that are listening to love themselves to be kind mm. to themselves, to be gentle. You know, sometimes when we see someone that inspires us, we can easily take our thoughts to that place of like, oh, me, I want, uh, you know, I'm stuck wherever, whatever, right? But it is just to kind of, just to be with what you're feeling and to love on yourself and get connected with someone who will listen to where you're really at. Like, it's not about saying we can't think, you know, we, we can't allow what's what we're feeling to kind of come out, right? Let it come out, right? But if you're feeling like, yes, I want something different than what I'm currently experiencing today, like Amanda said, you know, get people around you. Yes, that will encourage you. Yeah. Like, like the woman on this beautiful podcast, right? These are the people who are going to cheer one another on. But just mm -hmm. be kind to yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Loving on yourself and being gracious to you is such a gift that you can give yourself today because, Every single day I get to mess it up and I get to start over tomorrow. And I get to say, I'm already enough. I don't have to do these things. It's not about doing. It's not about doing. It's about being and we're already enough. So mm -hmm. that love for yourself will take you so far because it's not about earning it. It's not about having enough skill. It's not about being ready. It's about loving yourself enough today that you're willing to try it when you're not ready and then to celebrate 
your progress as you as you take the journey right celebrate the little wins and um yeah amanda and and sheila love to hear about the wins that people create so i can cheer them on and um thank you so so much this a wonderful privilege i'm so grateful no i think we are i think we're pretty humbled by all accounts for you coming and joining us and giving us your words of wisdom and our listeners are going to really really appreciate that and um, you know sort of unique purpose visualizing journaling love yourself honestly that would have been a brilliant title for our podcast the empower hour or love yourself we, we searched so hard to try and sort of like find something that we, we really wanted to um put out there but love yourself yeah not not a better note to finish up on is it it's, it's that way of um because i was saying this no later than earlier on today to one of my clients is that do you know if being hard on ourselves was the principle to success we'd all be where we wanted to be by now yeah it's not about the beating up or you know giving ourselves a hard time for what we didn't do that that serves us no purpose it's exactly what you said Shirley I think it was so beautifully put across about it's like walking in gentleness isn't it walking yep. in gentleness and that that's how then we can take it forward Oh, well, I could sit here for another hour, Shirley and <laughs> Sheila. I thank you so much. But for now, I wish both of you a very good evening uh -huh. and the best of our listeners. And I look forward to, to catching up with you soon as well, Shirley. Take care, guys. Thank oh, you. Oh, guys. Ciao. Cheers to success. Cheers Ciao. to success. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Have you stopped the recording? Hold on. If I...